Seven minutes past three o'clock on KDKA. Rick Dayton, your host, as we take you through this two to six adventure that we call the Rick Dayton Show. There is a recent study that's just been put out in a journal called the JAMA, Journal of the Medical American Medical Association Network Open, by researchers at the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine. Researchers looking at the connection between patients' depression and how well they're taking their medicine in the 12 months after undergoing a common procedure to open coronary arteries around the heart. And we are delighted to be joined by one of the researchers who led this particular study. Please welcome into the program Dr. Jared Mignani, who is a cardiologist, and a cardiologist excuse me, and associate professor of medicine at the UPMC School of Medicine. Doctor, thank you so much for coming on KDKA. How are you? Thank you for inviting me. I'm really a pleasure to be here. I'm doing great. So Thank you. Give me a sense for what you were able to learn. But before I ask that question, what was it that led you to believe that there needed to be research in this area, looking at depression and paying attention to doctor's orders, if you will, when it comes to taking medicine after surgery? That's an excellent question to start with. We know very well that depression is associated with increased cardiovascular risk. That is, people who have depression are more likely to have heart problems, really of all kinds. This has been demonstrated repeatedly in multiple cohorts. We also know that people who have depression and have heart disease are more likely to have exacerbations. Things get worse for them. And there may be multiple reasons for why that's the case. So we wanted to answer that question in more detail in order to try to parse out what some of the mechanisms might be. So we looked at this very large study of health claims. These are the, the little, um, you know, uh, numbers that are, that are associated with every visit that we make to the healthcare system. Every time that we touch the healthcare system, we are able to trigger a, a whole set of diagnoses. And so we looked at those people who had definitely had heart disease because they had an intervention done right inside their hearts. They had a stent placed in order to open up a closed blood vessel. We know that that's a very effective treatment. And we also know that those people really should be on a course of medications for about 12 months, uninterrupted, and some of them um, even lifelong thereafter. These are very essential medications to prevent exacerbations of heart disease or to prevent that stent from closing down. And we asked about the association between depression and the likelihood of people being able to stay on their medications for the course of those 12 months. And that was our study design. Patient compliance has been long talked about in medical circles, and the fact that people don't pay attention, don't necessarily listen to the advice of their physicians, is this just another step in looking at that long-held uh, question within medicine? I think that adherence is really one of the obstacles that we have towards obtaining full cardiovascular health or, or general public health. It's very hard for people who are busy, face financial stressors, have additional concerns, or are on multiple medications to adhere to medications and stay on track with them. So it makes sense that many patients have a lot of issues and obstacles to their adherence. If you look at social determinants like people's education and their income and their living environment, their neighborhoods, if they live in what's called a pharmacy desert and don't have access to pharmacies, you can see that they have reduced likelihood of being able to stay on track with their medications. But depression is a mood disorder that we can recognize, and the American Heart Association advocates that depression be considered a risk factor for cardiovascular disease and that we cardiologists screen for depression. 
And here we're finding that exactly what you're saying, this notion of people complying with the medication prescriptions that they're being given and taking them day in and day out, it's really, I think, what we're identifying here is that depression is yet another obstacle to fulfilling that. Dr. Jared Mignani joining us, medical doctor. He is on the faculty at the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine, also a cardiologist here in the Pittsburgh area. Your finding came up with the conclusion that 10 to 20 percent of individuals with that depression were less likely to take their medicine after these PCI interventions. And that group is already at a higher risk for serious complications. You've detailed that already. Is, however, the fact that they are dealing with depression, is that reason enough that they just may not take those meds as a follow-up, that they're dealing with other things in their mind, in their lives, that keep them from following through? Well, our study can only hypothesize because we're looking at claims data, so we don't have some of those individual-level factors. I see. But I think that that our work really argues for a clinical trial and more in-depth studies which provide coaching to address depression and to see how we can improve cardiovascular disease management and medication adherence in individuals who face the comorbidity of both depression and heart disease. Can you speak to the issue of getting together with other researchers? Because I know, for instance, you were involved with uh, Dr. Bruce Rollman, who's the chair and professor of medicine at Pitt, and a study co-author with you. And the importance of this collaboration between like-minded, but at the same time, perhaps different areas of expertise, and, and what that does for a study. I think that that's a very important question. Um, we're really interested in general now in team science because we know that the synergy of ideas and thought across disciplines, it really enriches the way that we think about addressing problems and also conceptualizing them. So you mentioned Dr. Rollman, and as a colleague, he's invaluable because he's led trials doing exactly what I'm describing here, which is finding ways to um, improve care for people with depression so that we keep them out of the hospital. So you talk about clinical trials as being the next potential step in this. Is that where you would like to see it go? I think that these data, these results, really give us serious concern because if people don't take these medications as prescribed, they really put their, their, their welfare in tremendous jeopardy. And so we do need to find strategies to enhance that care to make sure that we can find strategies that are scalable and that we can replicate across healthcare systems to uh, improve and enhance adherence. Education from Stanford, Massachusetts General, on to Boston University for Fellowship in Cardiology and joining us here on KDK. Dr. Mignani, thank you very much for sharing your research with us. We appreciate it and it's important. Tremendous pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Jared Mignani joining us. Dr of cardiology and associate professor at the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine.